Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. What? Friday already? I know. Man. Nice to have Monday off because Friday comes a lot quicker, Michael. Love these four day weeks. Love Friday. Mm hmm. Come on, you're not really going to work today anyhow, are you? No. No. Is it supposed to warm up today? Yes. Colder than cold. Burr. Yeah, spring's coming. Spring's coming. It's right around the corner, guys. Winter's grip almost ready to release us. Here we go. Turn it up. And rolling on a uh, Friday. Welcome to it, everybody. It's an Is It Just Me Friday, where we give you a chance to, uh, well, just get anything you'd like off your chest. Uh, it's been a it's been a week where a lot has happened, and you've picked up on well everything you've listened to, read, watched, mm-hmm. heard, whatever, and you just you just you, you, you gotta unload. So the text line is open to you three zero three seven one three one zero four three. Give it to us in the form of Is It Just Me, and away you go. Yeah. yeah. So. Anything right. you want to get off your chest right I, off the... I did, I'm telling you, I mean, obviously, you know, you, uh, you go pick up your granddaughters, you do your, your afternoon, you know, my little afternoon delight, you know, heading out there, getting in the carpool lane, bringing treats to my granddaughters. It's one of my great joys in life is picking up the kids from school. Yeah, I always get out of the car and I... I jump up in the air and put my hands over my head. All the other parents, I'm sure. Well, I'm the grandparent, but all the other parents look at me like, who is this idiot? I run down the sidewalk to greet them. You know, I just, it's a great joy. Uh, of course, I sit in the car as I am going to pick up my kids. I, I listen to DMAC, you know, complain and bitch about whatever it is he's complaining about. And, you know, the uh, nothing to see here crew. Nothing is right. He, n- nobody. Uh, it's amazing that the Broncos are still in existence. It's amazing they haven't folded because they've done nothing right. The, the GM can't do anything right. The head coach can't. They can't hire correctly. They can't. Vance Joseph is, hey, man, Vance Joseph, the one, not my first choice. But I'm not angry about it. I'm not upset about it. I'm excited about it. See, here's, here's the thing you got to know about, about T-Mac. He's, he's big into a plan. You got to have a plan. Mm-hmm. Organizations got to have a plan. Like, for example, and this is true, folks. Drew Locke, picking Drew Locke in the second round was a terrible idea. But in the mind of DMAC, if you had taken him in the first round, then it's a great pick. Why? Because if you take him in the first round, it means you have a plan. If you take the same quarterback, he goes on to be the same player, the same career, the same inability to see the field, all that stuff. If you take him in the first round, it's good because it's a plan. If you take him in the second round, bad idea. Bad. I can't even explain how stupid I am. It's all yeah. He's big into his plans. Big plan guy. Well, let me. Got to have a plan. Okay, so you can't you can't deviate from the plan. No. If you don't execute the plan as the plan is laid out, then you did a poor job. Can't do it. Seriously, what that's you, that's exactly what if your plan. The basis of his thinking. What if your plan is to do a thorough investigation? Of all the potential 
named candidates who have tons of experience on the defensive side of the ball and to thoroughly vet each and every one of them. And even if one guy to you stood out, you still wanted to do your homework. You didn't want to get caught up in, you know, just sign a guy to sign a guy. Like, what What if you say, hey, these four guys, we'd be happy with any of them, but let's just make sure that that guy's plan fits what we want to do. Let's make sure his defense fits. Let's make sure that the defense that we have in place from the standpoint of the way we run it, let's make sure that guy's system fits it so he doesn't have to change it all. Like, there are a lot of different, there are a lot of different things that go into go into this. Was was Vance my first choice? No. But I will tell you this, and you know, I, I don't know about the rest of you. I don't know how many people have met with Vance Joseph as a head coach. I have multiple times. I don't know how many people have met with Vance Joseph calling games uh, as a coordinator. I have multiple times. His players love him. As a coordinator, he he connects with guys. His Good. defensive play, they play, play hard. Um, and they've had some They've had some pretty decent defenses in Arizona with great personnel. Don't get me wrong. Great personnel. They've had some pretty decent defenses in Arizona. And, oh, by the way, they've done it with this hokey college offense. That's where, a team we're getting called. Where you're going you're gonna to be on the field a bunch. So, I, I, listen, man, I'm happy. I'm happy with the direction. I'm happy with the choices. Minuski, my guy, is coming in to coach. Manu! Yeah, Manu. Coming to coach the middle linebackers. I, I, listen, man, I'm exceptionally happy with how this has gone down. And it doesn't matter that it's not my first choice. It, it Like, take ego out of it. It doesn't matter that they had him five days ago and they were in contact with him the whole time as they were interviewing other people. It, it, the, the, what matters is now he's in the building and he's ours. Mike, I really don't care. Is it just me, or I am so glad we held on to every last one of the VJ drops. Oh, right? Good. Right? And he's going to, once a week, he'll talk his Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Tall. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. That one's doctored, by the way. Winning's tall. He didn't say that. Little tubby kid. <laughs> tubby kid. He was talking about you. <laughs> That's obvious. Yeah, I thought, I thought when we had all these drops that... The idea was we're always going to keep the VJ drops because VJ will always hold a, a special part in Bronco lore, right? Mm. Little did I know that just a few years later he'd be back. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't heard that uh, one in a yeah, while. Again, I haven't heard I'm that. Not a doctor. <laughs> That's great. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> That's extreme. Uh, oh, this is awesome. This is great. This is great. I needed that. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, man, DMAC was melting down yesterday. It was like. Thank God we've got the little guy. I was like, yeah. whoa, man, somebody, we need an intervention. Orlando was filling in. Uh, I was like, Orlando, just reach over and just wrap your big arms around that little guy and give him a hug. He's yeah, melting he, down. Relax, dude. Relax. Man, you're, you and your plans. Relax. Gotta have a plan. Gotta have a plan. Oh, all right. Anyway, we are off. We are rolling on an Is It Just Me Friday. Already some of them are rolling in. A lot of Vance Joseph reaction. How about those Nuggets last night? Without Aaron Gordon going on the road to Cleveland, good team. 
and beat them. First game out of the break. It's just obvious that uh, this team has a special, special feel about them. Is it just me? Friday rolls on next. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress. Relax in your tub or shower from Bathfitter. Bathfitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Let's turn that on. Happy Friday, everybody. Is it just me, Friday? Got one, uh, ooh, coming after you. Oh, good. Here we go. Is it just me or stink looking at life through rose-colored glasses on a Friday with this coaching search? Answer me this, stink. Is the talent level of the NFL defenses from 16 to 32 that different? A good coordinator shouldn't have less than a top 15 unit because the talent isn't that big of a gap. VJ has struggled to feel the top 15 unit in his career. I and Bronco Country are down on VJ. In Arizona, other than last year where they had a bunch of injuries and maybe the world's worst offense, they were 11 and 12. He's had a top 15 unit several times. Don't give me that. Don't, you don't, don't, oh, last year was 31st, so he's awful. Dude, the fact that you could be in the offense, the, the the fact that you could be in Arizona with the offensive structure that they've had with Cliff Kingsbury and Mighty Mouse, and that you could be at 11 and 12th ranked defense is remarkable to me. You know why? Because that def- that offense is not going to sustain drives. They don't run the ball. They don't sustain drives. They don't eat up time of possession. They don't do any of those things. So you're going to put your players out there a bunch. There's going to be a bunch of three and outs. It's this battle of attrition. I'll go back to the Chip Kelly days. This is what you like. This is what the texter doesn't understand. And go back to the Chip Kelly days. You know they went ten and six a couple of times under Chip Kelly. That was that was that that was the most rinky dink collegiate offense in the history of offense. Yeah, they won ten games. Every four games, that defense played the equivalent of five games. When it comes to defensive snaps, because you have so many three and outs, because you don't sustain the run. You don't run the ball. You don't sustain the ball. You don't sustain time of possession. You do none of those things. So, I, I, hey, listen, like I said, wasn't my first choice. But, dude, I'm telling you, Vance has done a really good job in Arizona. And I can promise you, his players love him. Now, they've been a pretty talented group, too. Don't get me wrong. They've been a pretty damn talented group. Um, had a ton of injuries last year. And like I said, doing that in that rinky-dink offense, um, that's that's incredible. Hey, listen, whatever whatever he was as a head coach, you know what? He was, he was way over his skis. He wasn't ready to be a head coach. He got the opportunity, um, and, and, he, and he wasn't given the keys to the car. I mean, he wasn't allowed to make personnel decisions. Like, there was a lot of things wrong. With Vance's tenure here, just like there was with Fangio's and, you know, and everything else. So the bottom line is I'm not mad at this pick at all. Not my first pick. I've said that. Who was your first choice, by the way? I, you know, I like Patricia and I like Rex Ryan. Yeah, I, I was I was in the same boat. I, I liked Rex all along, but then Patricia coming in kind of made me go, hmm. But I would have been, yeah, Rex and, and Patricia were probably 1-1-A. Yeah, but I, 
the thing I wanted most. I wanted it with Peyton as the head coach. I wanted it with the coordinators. I want experience. After going through that gong show last year, by the way, for all the, the folks and the, the D-Max and the Merrillats and the everybody who's just been just picking apart everything about this coaching search mm-hmm. and now Peyton filling out his staff, where were you um, last year when Nathaniel Hackett was putting together a staff of newbies with a bunch of guys who were being hired to roles that they had never done before? Where was this attention to detail? Where was this uh, hard-hitting analysis and critiques? Man, everybody, same group that's coming after Peyton, last year just sat back and went, Ooh, yay, yay, football, boy, Hackett seems fun. Yeah. Where were they last year? I, I'm serious. I, I, I can only think that over these last six years that people around here have come to ex- 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 accept and almost like the way that business was done around here the last six years. Because I didn't hear anywhere near mm. the amount of second-guessing and holding things under the microscope about the way those staffs were put right. together like this one has. Yeah. And you're telling me that a, a bunch of staffs that were put together that clearly were in over their head, poorly constructed, not empowered, that was somehow the way to do it. Right. And the guy that's got a proven resume for over a decade and a half has won a Super Bowl. That's the guy that you should be picking apart. Right. The way he's doing things. I, it, Makes it, no sense. I get these. I get these texts on the text line. We're almost law dot com text line fifteen eighty six. Text me says stink stank whatever your name is. Oh. Your head's so far up the organizations, but it sickens me. Play for Super Bowls or play for five hundred seasons here. Like one. There is nobody in this town that's held this organization more accountable than I. Nobody. For all the faulty decisions they've made, you know, all the, under John Elway, under all the all the coaching staffs, whether it was Vance or whether there ain't nobody that's held them more accountable than I have held them. The fact that you're upset, the fact that you've gone down this nothing's right, they don't have a plan. Sean Payton is their plan. And the fact that you think that this Vance Joseph hire or anything else they do is wrong is laughable to me. I've never put together a coaching staff. I haven't. But I would like to think that if I was to put together a coaching staff, I would have guys that, one, that I wanted to work with, that I wanted to spend time with, two, Guys that would challenge me, guys that would question me, guys that would push me. And three, I would want to spend as much time as it took to figure out who those guys are. And if I've never had them on my staff before and I've never worked them worth them before, it probably takes a little bit of time to figure that out here's in the, those meetings. Here's what the chicken little crowd doesn't get is that when you're <laughs> when you look at the way the staffs have been put together the last few years. You know, it's easy to put a staff together when John Elway is just going to ignore interviewing anybody else and just has his sights set on Vance Joseph. And then, by the way, tells Vance Joseph mm-hmm. who his staff is going to be. Okay? Easy to do. Uh, it's real easy to do when John Elway hires Vic Fangio and then gives him Rich Gangarello as his offensive coordinator for the first year. And then after one year, Vic's like, I can't have this guy. And so instead of having the right decision, 
maybe if it took a little extra time, mm-hmm. you ended up going a full year with a, an offensive coordinator that the coach didn't like, and then you had to switch up and bring in Pat Shermer. You know, it's really easy for the chicken little crowd to put together a staff like Nathaniel Hackett did. You know why the staff came together so fast last year? Because it was a bunch of guys who were just desperate to get that next opportunity. Sure. It's easy to hire the Justin Outens and the Dwayne Stukes and the Ejero Everos of the world. It's easy because they've never been a coordinator. There's going to be no competition for them. When you're a Sean Payton and you're looking to put together an experienced staff and you're talking to guys like Rex Ryan and Vic Fangio and Matt Patricia and Vance Joseph, guess what? These guys are going to have options. There's going to be competition for these guys. They're going to be able to make certain demands. So it's not as easy as the chicken little crowd wants to make it. So, but it, it sounds like the chicken little crowd love the way that business was conducted around here the last six years and they miss it. Right. They love, they endorse what's been going on the way that staffs have been put together for the last six years and they endorse it so much that Peyton comes along and does it a different way and they're all up in arms about it. Hey, listen to who you want to listen to. Your call. Morning Brew, coming up next... Russell Wilson campaigned for this guy a year ago. Might he be doing it again this year? That's next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Tell you what, those Denver Nuggets, that that first game after the All-Star break is always a tricky proposition. You know, you've... Yeah, you've gone away for a week, you come back, you have a couple of practices, but you know, how ready are you to go? And then you have to start out on the road. You're playing without Aaron Gordon. You're playing a pretty decent Cleveland team. No problem for this team. Nuggets, good basketball game, back and forth. But the Nuggets, just the better team down the stretch, and they win 115-109. Yeah, down a little bit in the uh, fourth quarter as well. And I tell you what, man, it's just as amazing. All the contribution. Look at this. Look at just the the box score. Look at all the contribution they're getting from everybody. Well, let's start right there with, uh, of course, Nikola Jokic. Ho-hum, another triple-double. 24 points, 18 rebounds, 13 assists. But you had all five starters in double figures. Remember, no Aaron Gordon in this one, but Michael Porter Jr., had 25 points for Michael Malone's team. Well, I tell you, man, you know, mentally tough dude. I think it's a really, really good point and something that should be talked about because whether it's three back surgeries, whether it's missing his whole first season, missing 73 games last year, or going through what he and his family are going through right now. And I, I remember when he joined us on that road trip, I think him getting back to his basketball family and getting back to the uh, playing the game that he loves, finding that sanctuary has given him some peace of mind and let him just kind of focus on the game that he loves and is really good at. So with that win and Memphis blowing a game in Philly last night, the Nuggets now have a whopping six-game lead, mm. five in the loss column, over Memphis for the second spot. But, Nuggets are going to be hey. the number one seed. Nuggets will be the number one seed in the West. Did did fi- no. no. Did Memphis relax, blow? Fever. Relax. Did Memphis blow the lead, or did the incredible duo of Harden and Embiid 
just dominate a game because they're the real MVP. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah, I saw this headline this morning. That it just, did you see the same thing? That was no, but okay. that's just an East Coast team. Okay, take right. You there. ready for this? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Nikola Jokic, I just gave you his number. Yeah, right? twenty four, eighteen, and thirteen. Okay, yeah. Top headline on the ESPN NBA page. Sure, Embiid does best Russell impression in Philly win. Does his Bill Russell mm-hmm. impression? Sure. He had 27 points, 19 rebounds, 6 assists, and 6 blocks. Fantastic. It's a good. It's a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Jokic does that every night. Yeah, right. Good for you, bud. <laughs> but yeah, you never get top billing on ESPN's page. Look at this. Embiid's final stat line was the kind of line the Boston Celtics legend would have been proud of. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Anywho. Yeah. Nuggets with the win. Next on the Morning Brew, Vance Joseph is back as the defensive coordinator. We're back. And let's face it, the reaction has not been... The majority of it has not mm. been positive. Yeah. And and I get it. And I said this yesterday. Vance would not be my first choice because the time that he spent here, it's too raw. Not enough time has passed. This isn't Wade Phillips coaching the Broncos for a couple years in the mid-90s and then coming back 20 years later as the beloved Wade Phillips for the defensive coordinator position that won the Super Bowl. This is this is not that. But does Sean Payton care about what happened five years ago? No. No. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what your frayed feelings no. may be. He got the guy that he wanted to get. I mean, there are a lot of, and I'm not saying that Vance will never be a head coach again, because he probably will. But there are a lot of guys who got the opportunity to be head coaches that failed miserably in that, in their first go-around, Mike. That's why we've deemed it certified pre-owned coaches. They go back to being coordinators or whatever and really solidify themselves as legit, you know, coach. and maybe that's what Vance is. Maybe, you know, that's the the Peter principle. Maybe that's the level of his incompetence. You know, he can't go beyond defensive coordinator. I don't know that that's true, but the bottom line is that the Denver fan is so raw because they saw the debacle that was the Broncos under his, you know, under his leadership, and you don't see the behind-the-scenes thing. You, know, you don't see the all the other stuff that was going on behind the scenes. The you're not allowed to pick out your own coaches. Uh, guys get injured in practice, and um, and you can't get a guy. You can't get a guy signed. You know, off the street to replace him. Like he, like there was a lot of other problems that were going on at that time. That obviously Vance wore that, and I appreciate that about him. He wore a lot of things that he never complained. And you know what he never did. Never burnt the bridge back to Denver. That says a lot about a guy when you didn't get necessarily a fair shake. And yet you don't, you know, I mean, the the dude who burns down all the bridges better learn to walk on water. And he didn't burn down any bridges. So good for him. Did you just make that up? Or is that a biblical line? Because that's pretty cool. It's pretty good, isn't it? Is that yours? Is that a Mark Schlereth original? My dad said that to me. That's a poolside original? I don't know if it's original for poolside, but he's Poolside's the one that told me that. Man, poolside's got to write write this down. Yeah, you might want to read. Do you have a handy-dandy notebook? 
I do not have a hand. The man who burns down all his bridges better learn to walk on water. Oof. Gives me chills. Right. Next on the morning brew. So, Sean Payton putting his uh, staff together. Coming together very quickly for everybody who is concerned mm-hmm. what's taking so long. Uh, so, you know, basically you're looking at uh, Joe Lombardi is going to be kind of his de facto offensive coordinator, offensive uh, assistant head coach. He was with the Chargers last year in that role. You've got uh, uh, Vance as the defensive coordinator. you got Ben Kawika as your special teams guy. But then you also have Mike Westhoff, who's going to be the assistant head coach. I love Westhoff. Dude, that dude is a special teams legend. Hey, look, we go from a staff that was incredibly young, inexperienced, bunch of guys holding down roles that they had never held before, and it was a disaster. And now we're going to try it the other way. Staff that's loaded with experience, but then layered with some first-time uh, assistants who are hopefully going to be groomed mm-hmm. and will be really good coaches down the road. The one thing that you'll know is the guys who are first-timers, Mike, are I, I think for the majority of all of those first-timer guys, they have um, they have experience on Sean's staff, right? Getting elevated on his former staff in New Orleans. So he's got, you know, he's got intimate working knowledge of how they operate. And then there's a bunch of veteran coaches and a bunch of guys who, you know, at one time were coordinators who are now the linebacker coach or whatever. So I, I tell you, I like I like the I like the sage wisdom yeah. that you've put on this staff and the professionalism. And understanding like to me, a guy that I've complained about like, is a professional athlete, but he's not a professional football player yet? You know, Jerry Judy, you're going to get groomed to become a professional football player under a staff like this. Like you think you, you think you're going to slide by with Mike Westhoff? I don't know how many of you know Mike. Dude, that dude's a special teams legend. Been doing it for a long, long, long time. time. Real quick, uh, next on the Morning Brew, Bobby Wagner, who Russell Wilson, teammate Wags. of Russ's. Mm-hmm. And Russ campaigned for Wagner a year ago. He ended up going to the Rams. The Rams, in salary cap hell, cut Bobby Wagner. Coming off a year in which he played all 17 games, 140 tackles leading the Rams, six sacks, couple interceptions. He's out there again. This time, go get him. Um... Or are you happy enough with Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton? Well, I mean, I would rather have a young, up-and-coming, sideline-to-sideline guy. Bobby Wagner is still a great player. Probably slowed down a little bit. Um, But what it's going to cost you, I think you you need to spend that money elsewhere. That'll do it for the Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 6.30. Best of the Is It Just Me? Is It Just Me? Fridays, we get loose. Plenty of opinions, plenty of snark. Next. You're listening to Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. On this Is It Just Me Friday. Boy, I just... I like this one. Is it just me or I wish Vance Joseph had burned that bridge? (laughs) (laughs) He's got a point. Mm. I, I would 
knowing that he wasn't our first choice, okay? He wasn't our first choice. But... Oh, ours? You ours. Mean, you, we don't most, know about the organization, though. No, 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 that, no, 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 no. I don't know about the organization. You and me. We, Although, do you think do you think he was their first choice? Or do you think it was Vic Fangio? Here's what I think happens. I think you have a set of friends and, and guys that you'd like to work with. And the Vic Fangio thing came down before Sean had a team, when he was interviewing with everybody. And he had talked to Vic Fangio about that because... Let's face it, Vic Fangio, whether you like it or not, is kind of the godfather of the defense that's run in, in the NFL. Probably, just like Mike Shanahan is the godfather of offense, probably 65% of the offense uh, in this league have tried to do what Mike Shanahan does. What did Mike Shanahan do? First off, let me just give you kind of a little tutorial in history. He took Bill Walsh's quick passing game, right, and coupled it and married it to a hardcore outside zone principle run game. That wasn't what Bill Walsh did. So the whole theory of, hey, let the quick passing game take over some of the runs, Mike and Alex Gibbs were like baloney. That doesn't do it because it puts your defense out, does everything else. So Mike basically morphed. He took two separate ideas and concepts and, a big word, amalgamated them to become this system. That is probably run now, and I know a lot of you are antiquated, archaic, da 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 da. It's probably run by sixty five percent of the teams in the league right now. Bottom line, okay, uh, okay, sixty five percent. That's a number. File that number away, folks. Because right. because what what has gone on on the offensive side of the ball under Mike Shanahan and his tree is the same thing that's going on right now in the NFL on the defensive side of the ball with Vic Fangio, like. The defenses in the National Football League right now, they're running Vic Fangio's scheme. And, you know, now some teams obviously vary how many times they blitz and all that kind of stuff. And Vance is one of those guys. He runs a Vic Fangio, but he runs a lot more a lot more heavy pressures off of that, but more of a 3-4 front. But the Vic Fangio defense is has been adopted by probably 60-65% of the teams. So you're talking in generalizations. If you're Sean Payton about Vic Fangio, you've talked to Vic Fangio and people find that out because you're still in the media and you're still working that way. But then when you find out you finally get this job, Vic Fangio isn't interested in coming back here. Like, yeah, it's too raw for Vic. He's going to go to Miami. Plus, he loves to play golf. And he, lo- yeah, so he's and remember, that- we were already hearing Vic to Miami yes. before Payton got hired. Right. And then. Remember, it I was, think he was living there, too, because that's where he ended up hooking up with the Eagles staff and Jonathan Gannon during a, a preseason right. scrimmage. Right. So remember, it was the the early report was Vic's going to Miami. Then Mike Kliss came out and said, whoa, I've talked to Vic. That's not that's not done yet. Right. And it was Vic stepping back. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's let's see what. Right. The options so, are. And sometimes you have to realize that when you're going after some of these coordinators, this guy may be Peyton's first choice or whatever, but. This guy's going to have other options. Sure. And you're just not automatically going to snap your fingers and say, you're coming with me. By the way, just very much like the head coaching search went, I think Peyton was one of the first guys they ended up talking to, right? Then they went through and multiple dalliances with with uh, Jim Harbaugh. And, you know, and then they end up talking uh, multiple times, I believe, with uh, D'Amico Ryans. And, you know, eventually came back to Sean Payton, which is the way you're you're supposed to do things, right? You're supposed to give yourself a a vast kind of library and, and 
understanding of who all the candidates are. My understanding was Vance Joseph was one of the first guys they interviewed, right? And they kept in contact with Vance over this whole process while they were interviewing other people. And for those who said Vance Joseph didn't have any other opportunities, Vance Joseph just had his second interview in Philadelphia and was going to be hired by the Philadelphia Eagles had it not been for the Broncos stepping in and bringing him back, quote-unquote, home. So, you know, before we get that there and say, well, Vance had no other options and blah, blah, blah. No. And my understanding is the Broncos had kept in constant contact with with Vance over the course of interviewing everybody else. They're doing, like, doing your due diligence somehow has become, because we got so many freaking chicken littles out there, mm-hmm. doing your due diligence has, has become some some sign of weakness. Yes, I was just thinking the right? same word. It was, uh, and that's how James and DMAC and, 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 and Matt Smith, and they, they're all presenting it as a sign of weakness. So you didn't have a plan. Are you telling me that when you right. sat down with uh, Greg Penner and, and, and laid out your, your, your vision, you you had to have told him what your plan was at defensive coordinator, right. which actually I don't think Greg Penner is really that concerned with who the specific names, plan A, plan B, plan C is right. for Sean Payton's defensive coordinator. I think that the interview kind of goes along the idea of, hey, what, what are you going to bring to the franchise? What are we going to pay you? What kind of power are you going to have? What's George Payton's role? I don't think Greg Penner's sweating who Sean Payton's plan B is no, no. if he doesn't get plan A at defensive coordinator. I don't think the conversation really centers around that. So, somehow, Mike. Yeah, I, no, I don't. I, 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 don't, I, I heard that Penner. yesterday. I'm like, you really think that that was a huge great talking point? I way, don't. Greg Penner walked into this organization, and when he hired, when he's assessed it, evaluated it, and done all those things, and then he hired Sean Payton, we know where the buck stops. Yeah. The book stops with Sean Payton. You don't have to announce it. It's just like, hey, man, this is my head coach. He's in charge. Like, it's not that. It's not that difficult. You know, this whole thing has become very much like our definition of manhood. Like, we sell sell boys an unbelievable false bill of goods of what makes a man. Being kind, being gentle, like, that's a sign of strength. You know, we, we sell this sexual conquest and we sell, hey, you know, uh, how much can you drink? Is it, man, that's not manhood. That's boyhood. You want to be a man, right? Be faithful. Be kind. Support your family. Work hard. Like, that's what that's what that is about. And we've got this we've got with this complete and total misconception. Well, because we took our time hiring a coach, that's somehow a sign of uh, not having a plan and and being weak as an organization. Give me a break. The other, the opposite of that is true. Going out and hiring everybody's a first timer with no experience. Woohoo! We're going to put videos together, and these videos are going to be awesome. One of the things that I hate in today's society, and you can you know I can be old man preaching to you, whatever. I don't care. One of the things I hate is people thinking that. Young people communicate better with young people. Dude, you can either communicate, get your point across, or you can't. Whether you're 78 or whether you're 28, some people can communicate. Some people have an ability to articulate. Some people have an ability to teach and coach. I don't care if you put up funny movie clips. Dude, if you can't get me better, if you don't know what you're doing, guess what I'll do as a player? I will tune you out. 
I will tune you out. You either can or you can't. So don't give me, well, youth is the key to the coaching staff because they can communicate and they jive with with the young player. Baloney. That's garbage. It's total garbage. Four Down Territory coming up next. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits. 